Damn, and suddenly it's another Sunday and another Sunday service. Can't stop it. Can't stop. Won't stop. Turn this music off in the background. Always <laughs> starting with some damn music. Man. I'll tell you what. Is it just me? Or when you start making more money, suddenly you want more things? Because that's what's happening to me. That's what this week's all about. I swear to God, like, obviously, it's the uni break. So, your boy's been working. Damn near, like, I work full-time, like, as much as the full-time people. And when you start working full-time and you go to full-time from working part-time or working casual, the money, well, you know, the bank account starts looking, you know what I mean, a lot more healthier, a lot more healthier. And um, suddenly, you know, I don't know what it is. Like, I've got a little overseas trip coming in. And yeah, I've got things to get for it, but I'm I'm putting it off to get it um, when there's a sale, obviously, because, you know, I ain't trying to get finessed. And so to do that, it's like you got to play the waiting game. And that's all it is. It's just the waiting game. I know I'm going to get something, but I'm like, well, I've got the money now, so what does it matter? You know what I mean? It's just so dumb. And I don't even know if I'm the only one that goes through that, but when you start making money, you just, it's just, things just look so appealing. Like I don't even, like I used to be, I used to go to Woolies and be like, damn, I got a budget for real. You know what I mean? Like I used to go to the grocery store and be like, damn, like I can get my, I can get my veggies from this place or I can trek it like an extra. Cause right now I walk to, you know, my local grocery store. So instead I can drive further and get veggies there that are cheap or whatever. But now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck bro. Like, I just buy the veggies, whatever. You know, if I'm feeling hungry, I'll cop a little whatever, like a little snack on the way out for my walk home. Whereas I would never, ever do that when I was budgeting. <clears throat> and I feel like I should get back to budget. Well, I still am budgeting, but it's just like it's so much easier to, you know, and that's why people are like, oh, when I'm rich, I wouldn't change. And I'm one of those people. I'm like, if I, if I was rich, bro, I wouldn't buy a Lamborghini. But, you know. You never know when you get there. I feel like maybe you would. But anyways, let's get to some anonymous submissions because otherwise I'm going to start rumbling, tumbling, <laughs> rambling on. But yeah, it's been a moment. It's been a moment. And the weather's shit as per usual. Um. Okay, first one. Somebody said, um, hey, I heard that you moved. How do you make, okay, so basically, how do you make friends when moving? That was the premise of it. How do you make friends when moving? Well, you probably don't know when you're moving. You probably do it after you moved. But, dude, I've got some experience in this. And actually, that's why I looked at it before, but I had to load it back up. But I've moved, you know, cities, states, and not countries, though. But it all comes down to, like, there was another anonymous submission as well. And it was, like, is a small circle um, worth it? Is a small circle like overrated? Because everyone talks about, oh, I just have a small circle, you know, small circle, bro, bro, one good friend over a million fake friends. You know, you hear that all the time. Shut up. Um, let me keep it real. Let's Okay, let's address the first one. Moving. When you move, you just got to find people similar to you. It's so easy. I feel like just looking out into like the social medias, this, that, like everyone's got friends, right? I hope this isn't some bro, because if you don't have any friends, like if you don't even have one friend, you're a lo- nah. <laughs> Relax, you know, you're not a loser. Um, but when you look out on socials and this and that, you know, 
everyone's got friends. When you look at these um, influencers, sports athletes, whatever, like, you know, sometimes those transition over. But, like, they've all got mates because why? Because they're surrounded by people that do the same shit as them, right? Essentially, let's look at LaMelo Ball, let's look at Ronaldo, let's look at, you know, LeBron, let's look at Kylie Jenner. You know, even though Kylie models and, you know, Neymar, whatever, some athlete, LaMelo Ball, you know, plays basketball. At the end of the day, they're surrounded by, LaMelo Ball is in a basketball team. So surrounded by people that do what he does, right? He enjoys playing basketball, he enjoys it so much and he got so good at it that now he's a professional basketball player and he's got what, 10 other people on his team that are the exact same as him and around the same age as him, right? Because athletes are around the same age as him. So obviously he's going to have mates. Obviously he's going to have the boys that he travels around with and goes to basketball games with. And then if you look at models and stuff, you look at the Kylie Jenners of the world, this, that. Models are usually young. Yeah, there's a few 30-year-old models. Yeah, I know, I know. There's obviously outliers, but like, you know... They're all around the same age and they all do the same thing. They model. They click. So then they talk about the same shit, the same photo shoot for this and that, the same, you know what I mean? And it kind of touches on what I touched on on the last Sunday service where it was like, is your occupation, does your occupation determine like you? You know what I mean? Damn, this episode is so damn serious, but whatever. Sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes you got to keep it real. Sometimes you got to, you know. Um, knuckle down. But yeah, so I feel like once you look out and about and you're like, oh, all these people have mates or whatever, it's, it's hard to be like, oh yeah, well, I don't need mates. First of all, you need mates, bro. Humans are social creatures. There's, there's always those people that, ah, oh, I'm, I'm a one man show, you know, one man wolf park, you know, lone wolf. Oh, uh. You don't, look, if you don't have anyone, dude, that'd be depressing. But how do you make friends? And you do just people find find shit that's like the way that you're into. What are you into? You know, like are you into? It'd be pretty hard if you're into podcasting because then, unless you reach out and you go on a bunch of podcasts. But like, I like personal example. I'm pretty into footy, and by footy I mean rugby. Um, but not as into it as I used to be in high school and stuff. Now in high school, what did I do? Well, I played on the footy team. I played on the rugby team. And I met a bunch of boys that were same, you know, year as me, same age as me. They played footy and we talked about fucking footy. Easy, right? Simple. Nothing's changed, dude, once you leave high school. Nothing's changed once you leave university. If you're still into rugby, you know, I'm now just going to go in winter and join a rugby team. I haven't because, you know, like full-time work and uni. So on those weekends, it's like, that's what's shit about university, man. Because like you still, when you're free, you're not free. You know what I mean? Like you should be doing an assignment or you should be studying for an exam. Whereas in full-time work, once you're off work, depending on the job you have, once you're off work, you're off work. Once you clock off nine to five, you you are off. It's like that hangover scene where he's a teacher and they're heading off and it's like 3.15 or whatever, 3 p.m. And like the school bell rings and he's, he's like walking out the door and somebody's like, sir, sir, can you help me with it? And he's like, it's 3 p.m., Jason. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get the fuck away from me because he's, he's knocked off. That's what, you know what I mean? And that's be, and that'd be so good to then have like footy or whatever you're into. If you're into ice skating, go to ice skating and talk to people. Bro, I'll be at the gym and I'll just, you know, this one guy, at the, shout out to you if you're listening, motherfucker. Um, This one guy at the gym. He had, he had like a fresh pair of kicks on every time he came to the gym. He was around my age, you know, brown boy, living large. And I was, you know, 
a little simple. I was just like, um, shit, I can't remember the exact thing. I, you know, I spat my game though. I was like, oh, you know, I always see you in a fresh pair, blah, blah, something like that, whatever. We got to talking suddenly, you know, I'm not really into shoes, but we both come to the gym and then, you know, we were both somewhat into cars. I'm not really into cars anymore, but you know, and then we talked and then he ended up changing gyms, unfortunately though. But then, you know, I went and worked out at his gym for a bit. He came to mine for, you know, every now and then. So it's just mutual, mutual grounds. If you're at university, talk to people in your class because you've got to be in class however many times you have class that week, right? So you might as well talk to someone. Might as well have a mate. Yeah, you're going through the same shit, have an assignment, blah, blah, blah. If you're a tradie, same thing, you're on the site. There's young boys on the site. Talk to the young fellas, you know what I mean? And, you know, if it's a normal stage of life moving through friends. I find a lot of people, they leave high school and they're like, you know, I'm not mates with so many. I used to be mates with so many people. Uh, bro, I don't give a fuck, bro. No, but like, you know, realistically what does it matter if you were mates with 50 people and now you're only mates with 10 like or you know uh, so what was the like is a small circle underrated uh overrated i don't think it's overrated but i don't think it's underrated either like you don't need to have you know just two three mates it's okay to broaden your circle and have acquaintances having acquaintances can be great for job opportunities and blah 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 blah. i don't want to get boring but you get what i mean um and just when you got to hit someone up to do something, sometimes I'll be in a suburb or I'll be in a, you know, a part of the city. Um, and I know I have a mate there and I could go home, but I just ring him up. He's just an acquaintance. He's just not even like, I just ring him up. Yo, what are you doing? I'm, I'm in your part of the city list, you know? And then bam, we link up. We, that's it. It's just, why not? You know what I mean? So a small circle. Yeah, is great. But, d but don't let it, um, hold you back from like making acquaintances or, you know, Becoming friends with uh, whoever, wherever, you know what I mean? Because that shit comes in handy. I'm not going to lie. That shit comes in handy. Um, and then you, you feel, especially if you've moved, you feel like you're at home. Because right now, if I go around Melbourne, you know, I don't really know people like that. In Sydney, I, I used to go around every suburb I knew someone, right? And it's not like I'd walk into the suburb and get approached or whatever. I wasn't famous. But like... You know, sometimes I'd be, if you're in Sydney, you know, Broadway, shopping center, you know, if I just go to Broadway, I'd bump into someone I know, guaranteed. Get me? And then it was, just, it just felt like home, like Sydney's home. And so then when I, I go to um, Marrickville Metro, because I was in, I was an inner West boy, I go to Marrickville Metro, I'll bump into someone I know for sure. Oh yeah, what's up, what's up, how you been, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I go to whatever, fill in the blank place, you know, even just Central Station. I've been at Central, like, you know, if you know Sydney, Sydney Central, I've been at Central, every, heaps of thousands of people go through Central every day. I was at Central, I bump into someone I know when I was coming, um, I was coming through to Sydney and I was uh, changing platforms at Central, bam, I bump into someone I know, it just feels like home. So if you're in a city where you don't bump into anyone ever, you know, it sometimes doesn't feel like home, it sometimes feels like, damn, I'm still settling in or I'm still, you know. So yeah, has that started happening for me in Melbourne? Not really, kind of. I was in the city like a few times. With like one mate and then like I bump into someone else I know and we'll be like, oh shit, like yeah, this is so-and-so, you know. So that's happened before um, and you obviously just, you just end up, once you, once you get a handful of people, then you just, you know, it's a small world syndrome, bro. You know, it's a brown boy world. So if you know a few brown boys, everybody knows each other, it's the community, you know what I mean? I'm sure it's the same for Greeks or whatever, whatever community you're a part of. Anyways, let's jump on to another anonymous submission. <laughs> Somebody asked why brown girls are so materialistic nowadays. Why girls materialistic? That's just literally um 
that's not even something that's new. Like, look at um, if you're Punjabi, look at uh, Bindrakia's Jatadi Pasand, right? Where she's like, oh, drive me around in the Jeep and, um, you know, movie every third day. That's just, it's been that way since day one, since day dot. Like, and if you, you know, you're white, look at Grease Lightning, you know, he has the fast car, whatever. Girls have been materialistic. But that's not a bad thing. That's just nature, right? Survival of the fittest, the chick used to, you all know this. Everyone's watched a bit of Andrew Tate. You know what I mean? You know, I don't need to be repeating it, but. Yeah, girls are semi-materialistic. I'd say even guys are semi-materialistic. But um, why are brown girls so materialistic nowadays? Yeah, there is, go back and watch that music video. Um, and you'll see that like even your parents were materialistic. You know, even your parents, parents, your grandparents, they were you know materialistic. Um, till this day, if you look at uh, like society's third world countries, if you look at even Sudan, like a war-ridden country, what do they trade for the woman? Like cows. It's all about material. What can you offer me? Bro, speaking about what can you offer me, my motherfucking barber. Man, I'm looking for a new barber. If if anybody, shout out to anybody that knows a good barber, shout him out to me. Because all the close boys know this. But I was at um I was at my barber shop. I was at the barber shop and um usually I, I wait for like this young this young bloke that cuts my hair. And I know the other guys aren't that great because they're all rocky and they're all brother, 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 brother with Arabic, Arabic, no Arabic, bro. Um. Anyways, the young guy, he had like two, three people waiting in line because he's popular. A lot of people know he's good and a lot of people go to him. And I was like, damn, this is going to be a two-hour wait. Literally, two-hour wait. Or I can just go for this this uh, Iraqi guy, Arab guy, and get my hair cut. And it's going to might be not the greatest, right? Boy, was I wrong about not the greatest. Anyway, so I bite the bullet. Cool, I'll go with him. Even the guy I regularly go to is like, oh, you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, it's cool. I go, I go get my hair cut, you know, uh, I translate from the guy that I usually get my hair cut, like, tell him how I want it, blah, 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 <clears throat> man, he fucked it up so bad, he fucked me up so bad, I told myself, oh, like, two weeks, I'll be fine, it's been, like, it's been two weeks, and my hair's still fucked, and my hair is still fucked, <sighs> so now I gotta wait another two cuts to get, another two weeks, I reckon, roughly, to, to fix my shit up, but anyways, the point is, um, it was so bad, man, that he started asking me for hints. The barber's like, you know, like he's asking me, he's like, oh, is this good? Do you want to, you know, oh, well, the, the fade's too high. And I was like, bro, you know, he was like asking me, what, I was like, you can't put hair back on because that's the only thing I'd want to change right now. And so just give it up. I was just like, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I just kept saying that. It's all good. It's all good. He knew it wasn't good. He knew it wasn't good because before I even walked out of the barbershop, I swear, before I even walked out of the barbershop, I paid him. It was 20 bucks, which is like a bargain nowadays, but it's not worth it. it just pay, pay the premium and, and, and get right. It, I, it was so bad. He knew it was bad because before I walked out of the barbershop, I had my hoodie on. No wrap cap. I literally walked over to the benches where you sit, you wait, I put my hoodie on. And I uh, pulled my hoodie over my head and then I walked out. Then I, then I walked out of the barbershop. I didn't even wait. I put my hoodie on. They all looked at me. They were like, ah, shit, he doesn't want anyone to see him. Damn right I don't want anyone to see me. You see my fucking hood, dude? Make me look like one of those old TVs from the 2000s, man. I was squared up. But anyways, looking for a new barber because uh, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, $20 is great, but it's not great for the mental. Right. But to be honest, I, I barely ever um 
look good with a fresh cut, I think. I don't think... Actually, no, I, I was telling someone about this. I've only ever once, once in my life been happy with my haircut, which was in Sydney when I had a when I had my local barber and he was good and he used to cut me fresh. Um, only once I've walked out happy. The other times I was like, oh, it'll grow out in a week. I'll be fine. It'll grow out in two weeks and then it's going to look sick. Dude, only once I walked out of there and I was like, I hope someone sees me. I hope someone, I hope someone recognizes me. Cause this is someone needs to see this shit before I go home and shower and and this you know gets fucked up, only once. So I just feel like I'm not even a haircut guy. But yeah, this guy fucked me up so bad, made me look like I had a square head, and so yeah, I ain't been putting. <laughs> I stop Snapchatting people, man. I just I just take care, of, just take a photo of my shoes and shit. Fuck it, that's all you're seeing. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm keen. I'm keen for. This hair to grow out. I'm keen for the white tea summers to come back. You know what I mean? Nothing but a plain white tea. There's nothing like a nothing like a plain white tea. That's what I was gonna get. Now that I have money, I was gonna get more white teas because my white teas have been all worn in for so long. But then I told myself, "Hey, that's like first world privilege. Like, what are you doing? You already have a white tea type of thing." But then it's like white teas are so cheap. Only like you know, oh well, with inflation, they might still be like fifteen bucks. But they used to be like eight bucks, ten bucks. And now it's like. I don't know. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Back to the, you know, you know the the women being materialistic. I feel like it's not even women being materialistic that's the issue. Like um they can go ahead and do that. Like I said, men can be materialistic too, but like it's more the fact that like they don't get like a like a reality check like like women get lied to. Like <laughs> men like tend to Men tend to, like, insult each other and not mean it. Like, it's just a joke. Whilst I think women tend to compliment each other and not mean it. Damn, that's some real... <sighs> this shouldn't even be free. Um, Men tend to, yeah, insult each other. And then what does I say? And then women tend to compliment each other and not mean it. Because if you ever looked at an Instagram comment section for, you know, you know, that's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Oh, you look great. Oh, my God, to die for. Whereas guys, it's it's jokes. It's oh, oh nice fade, dickhead. It's nice, whatever, whatever. But it, it's reality checks, and it's just how they come up. Like, I honestly think like women tend to um, overvalue themselves, while men tend to undervalue themselves. And it's because it's because when men grow up, they have friends, family, whoever it may be, that tease them or jokingly bully them, right? Like, oh, bro, you know, yeah, your ears are big as fuck, bro. Oh, bro, there's bushy eyes, that bushy ass monobrow, whatever. You know, they tell us these things that to women, if you said it, it might sound offensive, right? But to us, it's just a, it's just a reality check portrayed as a joke, and that's all it is. So from a young age, we grew up getting reality checks constantly, but again, as a joke. Now, women, they get more praises as they grow up, from a young age to adulthood. Like, I mean... You know, like I said, everyone knows how it comes to the comment section. And then and then you wonder when you tell a girl, hey, your nose is actually kind of big. And they're like, what the fuck? I haven't been told that my whole life. And it's like, yeah, you've been, you've been lied to your whole life. No offense. No offense. But it's, it's that, you know what I mean? And that's why you always see, um, there's always that joke of like, oh, you want a girl that was like ugly growing up because then she's got a good personality because she's not up herself and... You know, she had to work to get this or she had to start working out or blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So 
reality checks come few and far in between for women, I think. I don't know if that's that's not even related to the freaking materialistic thing, but that's some real shit. Well, yeah, they get material items. Whereas men, men, you know, it's kind of just, you get it for your birthday, this, that, chicks get flowers, they get, you know what I mean? So it all goes hand in hand, man. That's just the way the world works. But yeah, you know, the other day I saw, um, I was on my way, I was on the highway. I was on the, on the tollway, which is expensive nowadays. Um, and it's crazy, I saw a Google Maps car for the first time. I was snapping that to the boys. Shout out to you boys if you're listening. Um, Google Maps car. Looked retarded. It it literally is what well, it was when I saw it. It was a car, like a little hatchback with like a tripod on top of it, a big ass tripod on top of it. And then just like a, a regular camera, which I don't know if it was duct taped on or what. I didn't get that close, but I was shocked and I was trying to speed up on the tollway, which is dangerous. Kids don't do that because they will book your ass. But I was, I was trying to speed up so I can kind of like, you know, like get in the photo. You get what I mean? And then when I go on Google maps, Check myself on that. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's always like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, actually, nobody says that because nobody ever sees a guy and knows that he's on Google Maps. But if I was walking, oh, my God, I would have done whatever I could to get as much airtime on that Google Maps photo thing because I'm guessing it just takes photos as it keeps going. But anyways, I was trying to speed up so my car would be in it so I could be like, hey, look, motherfucker, like, I was on, I'm on Google Maps. If you go to this part of the, but anyways, I don't think I ended up getting into it. Or maybe like I would have just got into the map because he turned off, took the exit. But I'm gonna try to search it up and get my <laughs> and see if you can see my car. I should have like put my window down and waved my hand or some shit. But yeah, I was just chilling, man. I was just chilling, and then I saw that and I was I freaked out. It was like it was almost like starstruck. I was like, no way, that's right in front of me. The Google Maps is right in front of me. But yeah. And then, speaking of just chilling, I was just chilling. Nobody's ever just chilling, are they? No one's ever just there, just just doing nothing. So, you know, you call people, well, oh, just chilling. They're still doing something. When's the last time, ask yourself, when's the last time you literally just chilled? Just ch- just laid down, did nothing. If I'm just chilling, I'm at least on my phone. I'm scrolling through something. I don't have TikTok, but I'll be scrolling through Instagram. Or I'll be scrolling through Snapchat or, you know, looking at memes or, you know, blah, 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 responding. I feel like, actually, yeah, before I go to sleep, I chill. Isn't it crazy? Before you go to sleep, you're kind of just pretending to go to sleep, right? Like you you lay there and you close your eyes and you just pretend you're asleep and then eventually you just fall asleep. That Sleeping is, is the definition of fake it till you make it. Man, someone write that shit down. Someone write that shit down. Anyways, that's that for today. Short episode. Gonna try and get um some guests on this motherfucker. Because otherwise it's just gonna get boring, right? Just me. But nah, I think it can never get boring with just me. But thank you for tuning in. Another Sunday service. <laughs>